Anthony, and this is episode three of Welcome to Primetime. So today we're going to be talking about lots of different things, but first we're going to talk about the movies that got us into horror as kids. So what was your experience as a kid? What got you into horror movies? Well, my grandfather used to tell me and my cousins a lot of um, scary stories, and he was really like the type who would like hide under the bed. And I remember having like a fear of him coming to scare me at night, or you know, giving me a a jump scare in the bedroom or something, you know, like something like that. He would always tell me um, and my cousin Emily all kinds of ghost stories, and it got to the point where I would just ask for them. Um, and I'm pretty sure he probably got in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> for a lot of it. Um, but the first scary movie I remember watching was The Messengers. Um, it was the one about the farmhouse, and I remember it had a really good storyline. Um, and in the commercial, it had that super creepy moment where the girl's making the bed and the feet. She oh, like yeah, I remember that. tosses the covers and the feet kind of show up under there, and I was like, that's really intriguing, and I would like to watch that. <laughs> Wasn't it, um, oh, what's her name from Twilight? Uh, uh, I keep wanting to call her... Kristen Stewart. Yeah, I keep it? wanting to call her Kristen Swan because she was Bella oh, Swan. <laughs> but, yeah, it was Kristen Stewart. Um, so how old were you when you watched that? Oh, gosh. Um, I feel like I was probably, like, 11 or 12, maybe. Yeah. What? Did you like it when you first watched it, or were um, you... Are I you did. Scared? I liked it. Um, probably as equally scared as we get now. You know, I like cover my eyes and suspenseful moments or something like that. Um, but you know, when you're a child, you're a little more brave. So I feel like that's the one that taught me like the jump scare yeah. element. Um, but the other movies I remember watching um, were Poltergeist which was like a really good first one. We rented that from the Video Warehouse. Oh, yeah. <laughs> video Warehouse, for people who are unfamiliar, is like a local blockbuster. And uh, it's pretty... They had a pretty good selection. They had some pretty they, like random stuff, too. Like a lot of... Um, not even like B-list stuff, like C-list stuff. That was basically the equivalent of like when Redbox has a movie that... Like then, then when the new Pet Cemetery remake came out, and they had Pet Graveyard at Redbox. I remember Video Warehouse having a lot of stuff that was kind <laughs> of similar to that. A lot of like stuff. the bootleg, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but so, yeah. what did you think of Poltergeist when you watched it? Um, Poltergeist. I didn't. I remember thinking that it wasn't scary at all. Yeah. That, to me. I mean, it just, you know, I thought it was a great movie with a great story and everything, but it just didn't scare me yeah. at all. I, I was able to go to sleep normally. That's kind of how I rate my scary movies is <laughs> what the factor is of am I going to be able to sleep normally without lights, without like extra steps or anything. Yeah, I, I was really late watching Poltergeist, or at least watching it all the way through. I watched some of it on TV, like, in bits and pieces as a kid, and then I remember watching it for the first time all the way through. I was probably, like, 17 or 18, so I kind of was also, like, unaffected as far as scares go. I still liked it, like you said, but it didn't really, you know, scare me or anything, and... um 
also that was probably part of my 17 year old brain being like these effects are kind of dated and all this kind of stuff but like it's obviously a classic but yeah it didn't scare me um like you Mm -hmm. said one of the um first movies i saw in the theater was um the rob zombie um halloween Mm, i have a lot of thoughts on that (laughs) yeah um (laughs) it was my first experience ever seeing a scary movie in the theater um and i feel like everyone can relate to the fact that it's very different yeah seeing a scary movie in the theater um versus at home yeah that's true yeah um there were children in that as well. They were, I think one of them was like five, and the other was not even old enough to speak, probably. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I, I don't understand why people do that. And mm-hmm. just a little sidebar, um, I'm going to go on a rant on this in a little bit. But we went and saw um, Annabelle Comes Home. We did a double feature last Tuesday because it's like, I don't know if everybody has AMC theaters, but on Tuesdays they do like $5 movie day. So it's like we can go see two movies for less than what it would cost us to go see one on a normal day. So we saw Annabelle Comes Home and Child's Play, and we sat next to probably the most annoying people that we could have ever been seated with during Annabelle Comes Home and um, totally ruined the experience. And then a, a bunch of children were in Child's play which the remake was super gory and i don't understand why parents bring small children to go watch uh horror movies late at night but anyway i digress <laughs> um talk a little bit more about it later probably yeah yeah our but, experience in the movie so what did you think did you see was it the first rob zombie halloween or the second one i want to say that it just like timeline wise you said that the second one came out in... It was like 2009, I think. Yeah, and that would have been my ninth grade year. Um, it was one of the like first dates I'd ever gone on. The first real date, mm-hmm. you know. Um, yeah. <laughs> so it was the second one then? Yes, I'm, I'm pretty sure it was. Did it, have a, did it have a horse in it? Like a white, like dreamlike horse? And the mom was like walking down the road with the... It was very... Was it very weird and surreal? Um, I'm not really sure. I don't remember a whole lot of it other than the fact that it was like a slasher movie and I was just kind of like, uh. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I felt about both of the Rob Zombie remakes. I don't know. I just, I just didn't care for them. But anyway, um, yeah, so that was your first, that was, that was your first couple of mm-hmm. ex- uh, experiences. Yeah. Yeah. Those are my first experiences and I... I think it's just like a very interesting um, psychology to liking horror. We talk about this a lot um, as far as the experience of a horror film, but it's something that I'm definitely like addicted to at this point. Um, yeah. And like rom coms and stuff like that are kind of fun and lighthearted, but they get really boring for me nowadays. Yeah. Um, just because. <laughs> but um, so what? What was? One of the first scary movies that you remember, or the the first several, it doesn't have to be just one, but... Um, so I remember I was probably like, I don't know, uh, five or six maybe, and it was like me and a bunch of my family were at this beach house, and um, they were watching um, Scream, the very first Scream on 
It's like they, they rented a VHS, and it was like all the buzz back then. Like it was like it was Scream, you know, like mm-hmm. it's Wes Craven's new movie. And so I was sent to bed, and they thought that I was in bed, and I, I mean I think I was if I remember correctly. But anyway, I got up, and there was these big like the best way I know how to describe them is they were like French doors, except they didn't have glass. They were just wooden, so I guess two wooden doors, but double they kind of yeah, yeah, like mm-hmm. double doors. And I opened one of them, and, like, as I opened it, they were watching Scream, and I watched somebody, like, get their throat slit, um, and it scared the crap out of me. And then I saw, like, Ghostface mask pop up on the screen, and I, like, ran back to my room. I don't even know if I made a sound, like, if I let anybody know that I was in there, but I remember that movie absolutely, like, that part just, like, traumatized me. So naturally, when I was, like, a... A teenager, I was, you know, browsing the web, and I was like, "What movie?" You know, like I hadn't quite figured my figured it out and everything. I didn't know what it was at that point, and so I was like, I was probably like twelve or thirteen, and I was like, "I need to watch this movie." So I finally watched it, and you know, I was like, "Oh, I liked it a lot," but it scared the crap out of me as a kid. Um, and then I remember the first time that I ever watched Halloween, the original. Um, John Carpenter uh, version all the way through and um, it took me several tries to actually get all the way through it mm-hmm. because it like just his presence really scared me like his how he would just you know Michael would be walking and uh, the, his victim would be running somewhere and he would still get there before that like it just freaked me out as a kid I was just like that supernatural element about him and I was probably around like 10 or 11 when I watched it all the way through for the first time. Um, and then my grandma showed me um, The Omen and Rosemary's Baby, and she showed me Cujo. So those are like, I have a lot of a lot of history with like classic movies. And I think that's why I'm so um, drawn towards older things is because like I have really good memories of watching them with my grandma. Mm-hmm. And um yeah, she showed me, like, a bunch of cool stuff. Like, we used to watch... Um, well, it's called... I guess it's called Fear Fest now on AMC, but, like, years ago, it was called Monster Fest. And uh, they would just show, you know, like, a million horror movies throughout Halloween on AMC, and we'd just, like, marathon all of them together and watch them. So that's kind of how I got into horror movies in general, and my grandma was the one who showed me the majority of them. And then... Um, my dad asked me, he was like, so I've, I've struggled, you know, with anxiety for a really long time. And my dad was like, well, no wonder you struggle with anxiety. You have, you watch horror movies all the time and all that scary stuff. And I was like, no, like, honestly, it really helps me. And he was just like, yeah, sure. Like, of course it helps you, but, you know, kind of like, kind of just dismissive about it. And, um, so when I was talking to, I, I went through some, some counseling sessions and stuff and I talked to the, the counselor about it and everything. And I was like, so is this weird? Like I am a very anxious person, but I really love horror movies. And she was like, no, that's basically exposure therapy. And she's like, you're, you're exposing yourself to something that scares you in a safe and comfortable environment that you know like no harm is going to come to you and then she the way that she explained it to me i was like well no wonder i've always been drawn towards Mm -hmm. spooky stuff yeah and uh so that was kind of that's that's what has held my interest in it for so i mean i just like them but i think that also gives me like more of a um interest in it than the average movie fan i suppose 
Yeah. So, um, what were some of your first experiences, like, as far as horror movies in the theater? Like, what was one of the first horror movies that you ever saw in the theater? Um, primarily, it was probably just a bunch of, like, super cheesy, like, early 2000s, like, slashers and stuff. Like, like, uh, one called Cry Wolf. I remember Mm -hmm. that. Um... And I, I don't know, I mean, it definitely wasn't my first horror experience in the theater, but I saw the remake of Last House on the Left when I was, like, probably 15 or 16. And um, that movie was really intense. And I just remember feeling like, whoa. that was Like, it was just really emotionally heavy. After, And it was one of those ones that I, I didn't go back and watch again for a long time. Um, I, don't, I don't know. I can't really think of, like, what was some of my first ones probably because they just weren't very good um i I saw a wes craven movie like one of his his later ones called red eye with killian murphy where it's like it's been forever since i've seen it but if i remember correctly he has this woman's family like held hostage in her house and he sits next to her on this red eye flight going i don't remember where they're going but basically he tells her that like if he doesn't call this person call his family or call her family rather and do everything that he's telling her to do then he's gonna have the like hitmen kill her family or whatever and it was not really a horror but more of like a suspense thriller sort of but I think it kind of got labeled as horror because it was Wes Craven. Right. But that was like 2004, 2005. Yeah. So that was one of my earlier ones too. Um, I saw the remake of When a Stranger Calls. (laughs) Um, I don't know how old that movie is, like 2005 or six maybe. Yeah. um, But those are some of my, like those are some that I kind of remember. Like I said, they weren't really great like theater experiences, but that's what I remember. Um, and then as time went on, I was able to see some of my favorites actually like on the big screen. Um, I saw, um, John Carpenter's Halloween, like four or five times on the big screen. And I think it was like AMC used to get it. Um, the theater used to get it, um, like every year in October. So like when I was around 20 or 21, I finally was able to see it. And I went every year and saw it again. <laughs> One of the first things that we did whenever you moved up here was we went to see um, the screening of Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, yeah. 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 At the Regal. Yeah, that was that was a lot of fun. So, yeah, like over the years, I've been able to go back and actually like see movies that I would have really wanted to see when they opened in the theater. And so it kind of gives you a little bit of that like feeling of, wow, this kind of was, you know, like 30 or 40 years ago, people were like waiting in line to see this movie for the first time. And, Mm -hmm. you know, the audiences and stuff are obviously very different now, but you kind of get a little bit of a feeling for what it would have been like, I think. Yeah. Um, One of the first, another one of the first movies I ever went to see, I guess this was the second one that I had ever seen, um, was Paranormal Activity, the first one. Oh, yeah. I remember seeing that opening night. Um, I went to see it and there was no one else in the theater it was just me and the person I was with um and then these like five teenage hooligans (laughs) sitting behind us and we were all in the back of the theater so you could see how empty the theater was yeah you know when the movie started um and I remember I was so scared (laughs) I was terrified there's the um 
the part where she's on the bed um, and she decides that she wants to stay in the house after all and um, he's trying to convince her to leave and she says no I think everything's gonna be okay oh yeah and she gives him that look yeah and her voice is kind of that double audio effect oh yeah double voice effect I covered my eyes for the rest of the movie and I did not watch the rest of the movie <laughs> um, but that's one of those that whenever I watched it at home I was just kind of like well, that wasn't as bad. Yeah, I had a similar experience with the with the second paranormal activity. Do you remember the the scene in the kitchen yeah. where all the cabinet doors mm-hmm. just like explode open? In yeah. the theater, that scared the crap out of me. Like I actually thought I was gonna have like a heart attack because mm-hmm. it was just so sudden and so loud. Yeah. But it, like at home, it did nothing. Like uh, I mean, and granted, yeah, I knew it was gonna happen, but. Also, it was just the sound. It was just so loud. It just, mm-hmm. it scared me. And, you know, I, there's the whole jump scared is not really being mm-hmm. scared kind of, which I kind of agree with. It, it, it startles you. It doesn't necessarily scare you, I guess. But yeah. Um, but yeah, I watched the first Paranormal Activity in the theater. Um, I think I, we went on like opening night. That was back when like they, they did this weird can. Yeah, mm-hmm. you had to demand it. You had to like yeah. text this number to this other number and like demand Paranormal Activity in your area. And so like I think a bunch of us did, and I don't know if that actually had any effect on it or not. But it finally opened, and so we went to go see it. And uh, like during the first thirty minutes, I was so bored. Like you know, because yeah, it's really slow it's really, in the beginning, yeah, and we almost is. we almost walked out. Um, but we decided to stay, and I'm glad that we stayed because I love the first two paranormal activities, and then after two, it's kind of, eh. But mm-hmm. the first one, like, it, once it really gets going, it's it's really good, and it never, like, there wasn't really anything like that at the time except for Blair Witch Project, which I don't really care mm-hmm. for, but... Yeah. Um, well, now there's like this spawning. Of yeah, found and after yeah, after that, yeah. everything was found footage, and it was just like, and I think they kind of stretched the story a little thin with it too. It was, they kind of teased you with each installment after two of like, you're gonna learn more about the family history and how they're well, and all these kind of things. And I then, even thought that the third one was pretty nice. I liked the third one, but beyond that, I was just the marked ones. Yeah. Um, yeah, I watched that one, and I was just kind of. Uh, disappointed. Yeah, but I th- I think I I didn't end up going to see. There was a, one of them I didn't see in the theater, but I've seen all of them. Like I saw one through four in the theater, and then I think it I think it wasn't the marked ones. I rented it and watched it and didn't care for it. And Ghost Dimension had a few kind of cool little like tricks and stuff um, mm-hmm. as far as the visuals. And I think that if I remember correctly, they use like a an Xbox Connect oh, yeah. for a scare mm-hmm. in that one where you kind of it outlines like the ghost or the demon or whatever. Yeah. And like there was parts in it that were kind of cool. And I, I I thought three was okay, like you said, like but I didn't. It wasn't my favorite. Two, one and two are are I think my favorites. Because um, I, I like that it continued this the same story. And then they just mm-hmm. kind of started, yeah, kind of backtracking well, the story. The end of three is what gets me kind of like I just feel like sometimes there's just this need to over-explain things, yeah, with horror, and I just kind of feel like it was really ambiguous, like why this was happening to this family, you know? Yeah. Um, and then the ending was just kind of like, oh, witches. <laughs> yeah, and that, and I think that's kind of what ruined yeah. it for me too was the mystery of like. 
that it, you didn't really know what it was. And I kind of, I mean, I kind of wish that I, I'm kind of on the fence about it, I guess, like, because it, they teased explaining more about the family and their origin and their history. And I think there's a fine line of explaining more about their origins and why this stuff is happening to them and then versus over explaining things and i think they didn't really explain anything more but they kind of at the same time over explained i don't know if that's really like possible but you you see what i mean yeah and i kind of feel like and i might be totally wrong but this is just kind of my like instinct thing that i'm gonna say is like i feel like you know Witches is kind of just like a cop out. Yeah, it's a know? pretty generic, and I think that's what I mean is yeah they rather than a, and then give you like something that adds to the mystery of it, mm-hmm. they just kind of were like, well, it's witches, yeah, and they you know it's a and, demonic coven, like oh yeah yeah I've seen that a million times exactly <laughs> yeah and that's yeah and, I, and that's kind of what mm-hmm. threw me off with it was the fact that like we weren't really it didn't really add any sort of depth to the story it just kind of ruined everything to, that they had built built yeah because it's like oh well no yeah i mean you could have guessed that from you know the second one they kind of hint at it and then so i thought we were going to get some like crazy revelation in the third one and it's like oh it's just witches yeah well even i would have been satisfied with even like the demon that's attached to the sisters is just there because he likes them yeah just because yeah and that to me kind of would have been scarier because it's like well there's no real reason that's the same reason that i like the strangers which we'll talk about a little bit later on because we watched that recently but (laughs) because they just are like why are you doing this because you're home like no real reason like we we didn't pick you for any other reason than besides you know we just saw that you were here yeah so we figured we'd come murder you (laughs) but um so yeah those are kind of i guess our first experiences in movies as far as like what got us into horror um we've watched a lot of stuff recently yeah um some good some bad some in between yeah. Some experiences were good. Some experiences were not so good. Yeah. But you want to start us off with what we watched recently? Yeah. So I guess um, we can start with our experience in the theater Tuesday because that was the first thing that was kind of on our binge watching spree was that I feel like. So, yeah. So we saw Annabelle comes home and we saw Child's play like immediately after. And so what what did you think of both? Uh, or well, let's start with Annabelle, I guess. Annabelle comes home. Um, I was really excited about it. I'm a huge fan of Ed and Lorraine Warren, like the real life Warrens. Um, I know, like I tell you about the book, The Demonologist, all the time that accounts their like real life workings and stuff. So whenever, and I even follow um, her daughter and her husband, um, Tony, on uh, Facebook. And so, you know, they when they started posting about it, um, I was really excited because it was going to tell the story of what happened when they tried to bring Annabelle home. And so I thought it was going to be more of the journey of them coming home and not so much like the stupid teenager touched everything and now we're in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> type deal yeah um and i understand like the story building and stuff that they had had but you know judy was not living in the house when annabelle was brought home so i just feel like it kind of made the whole film 
just, I don't know. There, there's something to it whenever it's based off a true story. And I know that dramatizing things is, is good for horror, you know, but there's also kind of a thing that they've stretched it so far that it's, you know. Yeah, I kind of feel the same way. I feel like when, when James Wan is involved in, like, directing... Um, it tends to be a little bit more true to the original story. Um, and that may or may not be true, but I kind of feel like that's how it seems to go because he's done, you know, both of the Conjuring movies and both of those, I feel like were as true to the source material as like you can. And of course each, you know, like you said, every movie is going to have a degree of dramatization, but I feel like Annabelle Comes Home just had a lot. And... To me, it was just they've stretched the story so thin that now it's just kind of paper thin. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I know everybody hated the first Annabelle movie, or it seems like everybody did. But to me, I, that was actually my favorite one. Um, Even yeah. more than the evil, origin of evil, or whatever it was. Oh, um, Annabelle the, Creation? Yeah, the yeah. creation, that's right. Um, yeah, I thought, I mean, I, I thought the, the better movie or the the scarier movie and the better movie was definitely creation mm-hmm. but i had more fun watching the first annabelle um and it, and i think that's just because like we really know everything that we needed to know about annabelle in the first annabelle movie mm-hmm. and there wasn't really a need for a second or a third one yeah and so i think that's why i enjoyed it overall more in the yeah. first one well that kind of goes back to what we were talking about earlier i feel like the mystery of annabelle is that no one really knows why yeah why that doll yeah it, she, she just is and to me uh, and and horror a lot of times less is more is definitely like the right approach and sometimes you need explanation and sometimes you don't i think you just have to be really aware of the material that you're working with but um i mean i didn't hate um annabelle comes home or anything i just didn't really really like it a lot Mm -hmm. it was very average to me it was like there was a couple of cool parts which i won't really um spoil for anybody because it's still relatively new but um involving some coins and i thought that kind of scare was pretty cool um it was a little bit different but a lot of the other stuff it was just kind of like jump scare jump scare jump scare i thought the parts where they built suspense were really effective Mm -hmm. yeah there was a couple of parts where they did try to build some suspense and that was good and also to be fair that could have been ruined by the people that we were sitting next to um they came into the movie about 45 minutes late, like 45 minutes into the actual movie, and then were just talking super loud, um, had their cell phones on full brightness, their flashlights on their cell phones were on, um, and then the end of the movie rolls up, and then the guy's like, well, that movie sucked, and we were both like, well, you didn't even watch any of it. He was texting the whole time, and then they were an hour late to the movie, so yeah, he saw maybe 20 minutes of it, or 30 minutes of it, and then was like, that was terrible, and so I was like to watch it again and actually see you know because there might have been parts where there was suspense that was building but it just didn't affect me because of how distracted I was yeah so but anyway um I just yeah I mean for right now my my um verdict would just be it was pretty average um you can take it or leave it I feel like mm-hmm. you know like you uh, yeah. I don't really feel like you're gonna miss out on anything if you don't go see it in the theater um or, yeah. you know, 
So, it's, a, it's a really nice red box rent. Yeah, I feel like, yeah, it's definitely worth, well, I mean, it's worth a watch and it's worth a rent for mm-hmm. sure. Um, I don't know that I would necessarily pay a full price to go watch it. Yeah. Um, but we got some passes to go back, so we yeah. can always go back and watch it again. Yeah. Um, and so the next one that we watched after that was Child's Play. Um, which I'll be totally honest when I saw that they were remaking Child's Play um, and the original creator is still actively making movies in the in the franchise and they just kind of took his franchise out from under him um, I didn't really like I didn't agree with any of that and I saw like the trailer and I saw that they were changing his name to Buddy and that they were like all this different stuff that basically was kind of like well this is going to be a huge failure and I was just like yeah I don't really know like I'm not even going to waste my money or my time on it mm-hmm. and then I saw everybody was kind of like well it's pretty fun actually like it's not really a bad movie at all it's pretty it's pretty entertaining and so since it was discount Tuesday I was like mm-hmm. hey we should maybe go check it out. We don't really have anything else to do. And so it surprised me a lot. Um, it definitely wasn't my favorite um, by any means, but it was um, it was a fun movie. It was a, I, I felt it was a little shallow, but, I mean, it's child's play, so yeah. I didn't really expect a tremendous amount of it. Mm-hmm. And, then, you know, I do like the original better just because it has more of like a urban legend sort of ghost tale kind of feel to it where you know like a a serial killer's soul gets trapped in this doll and in this one it's advertised pretty heavily but spoiler alert just in case um it's just a doll that kind of malfunctions it's like it's like a um like a smart doll that malfunctions and goes on a rampage Mm -hmm. and so it was it was entertaining it's a fun like popcorn movie and um i think that's kind of about it really but that i wasn't really expecting any more out of it either so yeah yeah, I had a lot of fun watching it. I thought it was great. Um, as far as entertainment value and go, goes, I thought there were like a lot of clever parts. Um, there were homages to the original, which he liked to point out, you know, when we go see these things, which I think is super cool because I'm not super good at remembering stuff like that. So um, I think it was really nice. Uh, pretty yeah. fun remake. There was some little like uh, some flashbacks and like homages to uh, like the to the original um, with the shot of the apartment buildings and the lightning, and then of course when um, he's trying to name the doll, he's trying to program him, and I forget what he says his his name like what he wants his name to be, but anyway, it's like not any it's not anything remotely close, and so. Um, Buddy, who is Chucky, he goes, he's like, did you say Chucky? And he's like, hi, I'm Chucky. Mm-hmm. And so even though they renamed him Buddy, he still kind of technically, I guess, was Chucky, which I thought yeah. was cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it was pretty entertaining. And I'm trying to think what else we've watched recently. We watched The Nun as well. Um, yeah. And then we watched The Strangers. And was there something else? I feel like that might have been it. The Witch. The Witch, yeah, that's we right. Yeah, The Witch. So, let's talk about The Witch, because you and I have both seen it before, but mm-hmm. we hadn't seen it for a long time. And if I remember correctly, you said that you watched The Witch before you really knew, like, what A24 was, or what kind of movies they were making, and all that kind of stuff. So, what yeah. did you think of it the first time you watched it? So, I watched The Witch probably about two years ago. 
Um, and I watched it, um, hoping the FBI doesn't come for me, but on bootleg, it wasn't my account. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but I watched it, um, and it was low quality. I'm pretty sure it cut some parts out because some of the parts I just really did, did not remember. And I feel like that part would like the parts would have been something that I really would have remembered, you know? Um, and so... I was okay with it, you know. Like I didn't, I didn't think, you know. I was like that really didn't freak me out or anything. Um, it was definitely more unsettling the second time I watched it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not sure if I can use spoilers. What do you think? Like, is it? I feel like it's been out for four years. So, but anyway, if you haven't seen it and you don't want it spoiled, spoiler mm-hmm. warning. So the part where she's like grinding up the baby and putting it on her skin. The yeah. witches and I'm I didn't remember that part and it was just very unsettling the music choice yeah um the very end the whispers of Black Philip oh yeah yeah and and, and it, him as a human um that part I didn't catch the first time I watched it either when he he's like walking and mm-hmm. he's still the goat and then he kind of transforms and you see like a human foot like with a shoe yeah and well some folklore says that um the devil is human form but he will have like a one leg that's a goat hmm Mm-hmm. It's interesting. Yeah, that's that's what I really yeah that's what I like about that movie is that it's like very um, sort of like colonial folktale sort of and I, I really like yeah. that. Um, I like that. I mean the the old English sort of kind of gets on my nerves after a little while, <laughs> but at the same time I I appreciate it because it was accurate to the time. It would have been weird if they were like yo what up you know yeah. But I think that um, <laughs> yo what up <laughs> what up Black Philip. Ha- Hadst uh-huh. thou my black goat, bro? <laughs> bro, but uh, um, I feel like it was. Um, it's it's definitely one of my favorite A twenty four besides Hereditary. Um, shout out to uh, Midsummer. Gonna go see that uh, at some point. Yeah. In the near future, probably next week. Um, but anyway, um, yeah, I like The Witch a lot. Um, I saw it, like, opening night, I'm pretty sure, or at least opening weekend. And I remember liking it then, but, um, really just being able to watch it in, like, a super quiet environment. And also having the captions on for that one helps a lot, too, because Mm -hmm. some stuff is really easy to miss. So we had the captions on, and I I did catch a lot more the second time that I watched it. It's not really one that I would want to watch, like, constantly over and over and over again it's one that like you watch it like once a year once every other year and you're good on it just because it's so it's just a really heavy movie i think um and it's it deals a lot with um family stuff and um a lot of emotional things like guilt and shame and um not trusting your family members and like or not trusting people in general it deals with a lot of pretty heavy stuff and um so i'm pretty content watching it you know very sparingly yeah Mm -hmm. um and so the strangers we watched that and i've seen it several times and this was your first time watching it right yeah so, what did you think of it? I, you know, when you say a book is like a quick read, mm-hmm. I feel like The Strangers, if it were in book form, it would be a quick read. Yeah. Because I feel like it gives you a lot of information and and it like tells its story in such a short time. 
Yeah, it and is I, a really short movie. I really appreciated that because some movies really draw that out. Mm-hmm. You know, the whole cat and mouse chase thing. I thought it was effective. Um, I thought that the story that they had in there was plenty. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I thought it was great. That Yeah, that's what I like about it, too, is that it's it, it doesn't really waste much time getting to the point. It's like the first 15, 20 minutes, you know, they have their little weird, like, couple argument, and then he's out the door to go and get her or just I think to get her cigarettes and go on a drive or something and as soon as he leaves like it starts and it starts small but you know then it gets crazy and um what I like about the strangers I think most of all is that um it's a lot of it's told visually it doesn't rely on like characters over explaining every single thing yeah and um also like how they kind of it it gives a different take on a home invasion movie because they um they're not just breaking in to steal some jewelry or they're not breaking in to you you know like steal something or they're breaking in there to like psychologically like mess with these people and then eventually you know they're gonna try to kill them Mm -hmm. and so what's crazy to me about it is that like they spend so much of the movie just kind of like taunting them and playing with them and you know then it just kind of hits the fan and um yeah like i said earlier my favorite line is like why are you doing this to us and she's just kind of like because you were home and that movie like that that line gave me chills the first time that i watched it and i've seen it a much it's like a halloween staple for me i watch it every october Mm. but when you said that you hadn't seen it i was like we should probably watch it now yeah (laughs) (laughs) but then the second one is like a totally different movie as far as tone goes it's very um sort of like it's a very 80s style slasher movie and they don't have near the suspense that they do in the first one which is fine it's but like it's just you know it's totally different it's um there's lots of like sort of neon lights and a fun kind of upbeat like it's it's more like it's a slasher movie but it's more like fun whereas the strangers like the first one is very very serious like you you and you end the movie on a very serious like unsettling Mm -hmm. note like and a house versus the house house two. Yeah, situation. exactly. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. And yeah. so, yeah, but very different. They're both good in their own ways, though. Mm-hmm. And so, the last thing I guess would be the nun, um, yeah. which I had seen once and you had not seen. So yeah. we rented it on uh, at Redbox and we watched it. And what did you think of it? Um, I thought that it was a fun watch but that I couldn't really take it seriously because there were a lot of, like, super corny moments. Like, there was this one part where everything was about to hit the fan and um, the nuns all ran into the cathedral um, and they got on their hands and knees and started praying. Mm -hmm. And it showed um, the main character, um, Farmiga, um, I don't remember her. Yeah, I don't remember her character name either. Farmiga. Anyways, um, and then all the nuns peppered around her, and I just felt like it was something out of like a really weird like. 
Christian romance novel or something. <laughs> I don't know. It was just very weird. Yeah, the nuns almost kind of marched in like they were soldiers for a little bit. Like, and mm-hmm. that part, it cuts to the doors to the cathedral swinging open, and then you hear them like marching in. Yeah. And it was just that part kind of like, I, it, I thought it was a little strange too. Yeah, they just like pray and like. I, I don't know. It was just really corny to me, you know? Yeah. Um, and then, you know, they all get splattered against the wall. But, you know, that's that whole scene is just weird to me. Um, and just kind of like the resolution was weird. Um, but the tie-in to the Conjuring universe was really cool. Yeah, I It made my jaw that. drop. The tie-in was super cool. That was my favorite part when I saw it in the theater and still is my favorite part of that movie. Mm-hmm. And when I first watched it in the theater, I, I don't know if my expectations were just way too high or if it's just all around not a super great movie, but I was I left very disappointed. Um, I, didn't, I didn't really like it at all. Um, but... I, st- I still was kind of weirdly in the middle about it because there was a lot of things that I really did like about it. I really, really liked the set design and I really liked um, the acting. I thought all the acting was really good. Um, however, I really hated the story. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought a lot of stuff was really tacked onto it and I thought the scares were super obvious. You know, the camera kind of mm-hmm. pans to the right and then, oh, it's like, oh, well, obviously somebody's going to be there when it pans to the left. Right. And, you know, and it just was like, it was just kind of... <laughs> The camera cued you into when the scares were happening and kind of ruined it before it even happened. It was kind of, to me, almost like if you've seen one horror movie, then you know what's going to happen. Yeah. And, but I thought like the, the set and the locations and everything was so well done. The, um, it reminded me of like old Hammer horror films where they have the, the haunted castle and the fog rolling out yeah. over the gravestones and stuff like yeah. that. So I really appreciated that. Um, I really loved all the like old crosses. Yeah. And that kind of stuff, like, mm-hmm. nailed haphazardly into the ground. Like, I think that would be just really cool yard decoration for Halloween. Yeah. That, and that's what it reminded me of. It was very, this kind of eerie, spooky. And, like, whoever did that, like, did a great job on the, the design of the movie. Like, the set and just the, the set pieces and the fog and all the atmosphere was really cool. But I just feel like the story was kind of, you know, like we were talking about earlier, less is more. And the nun was to me one of the creepiest parts of the conjuring too mm-hmm. and she kind of was ruined in her own movie and it's just because they over explained it yeah they over explained and they show her all the time and, and she talks yeah which and i thought was yeah. like well that's lame yeah and the first the or the in the second conjuring it's like you know the whole thing with the painting mm-hmm. kind of like following them around the room and then her actually coming out of the wall like it was just super effective and creepy and just didn't really capture that creepy weird vibe that the second conjuring did um so i don't know personally i just kind of hope that they they just kind of chill with the the conjuring spinoffs and just focus on making good conjuring movies mm-hmm. and rather than a million sequels but i know that they're still they're still raking in the cash so yeah. they're I, probably not going to stop anytime soon i will say backtracking to annabelle comes home um, they do reference the third movie um, of the Conjuring series oh, yeah, in they, that with yeah. the Wolfman of Sussex. Yeah, um, I'm actually really excited for for that and in part three. I think it's going to be pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
the spears are excited so i'm excited for it too yeah you know it should be pretty good so i guess coming up next on our little uh sorry if you can hear that that's my upstairs neighbor um <laughs> i think his apartment might be haunted or something he's like moving furniture around all day long anyway mm. i digress again um but we're gonna go see what toy story 4 at some point which is definitely not horror related but it's okay we can talk about whatever we want on here <laughs> and secondly uh midsummer so two very very different movies but we'll be going to see those pretty soon and i'm excited for both um so yeah i guess that's about it for this episode unless you got anything else no i'm good cool well um so in case you haven't seen it there's a twitter set up for welcome to primetime there's also a uh, instagram page that's set up and it uh they're both under welcome to primetime podcast i believe if i'm not mistaken so you can follow along on there for updates and we'll be back next week with another one thanks for listening thanks